0: Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello everybody, this is
1: Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. Today we're going to talk about politics. And with the election forthcoming in about a week... I thought it was an opportune time to do so, and we're going to connect it to MGDOW. And it's, it's pretty short and sweet, guys. I believe that every man should be a libertarian, especially red pill men. And uh, I'd like to think that my points are going to be persuasive, and perhaps they're not. And you can message me over at the Facebook group if you feel that it's not or if you would like to retort to what I am saying. Couple reasons. First of all, number one, if you look at the two prevalent ideologies, conservatism and liberalism, which is really a couch term for Marxism, Marxism is a European ideology. It really stemmed prior to Marx. If you look at communism, the the movement of communism really started at the French Revolution. You have guys like and these and these kind of what we call proto Marxists that existed. Uh, around the time of the French Revolution, you can kind of see it most famously kind of encapsulated in its prototypical form with Robespierre and the Reign of Terror. But certainly in the early 1800s with the Carbonari, these secret societies, a lot of them were pushing what would later be seen as tenets of Marxism. Now, Marx, of course, wrote the Communist Manifesto about 1848. So that's when you start seeing the more prevalent views of Marxism. And then it's repackaged with Leninism and communism. So communism would be more of the forceful takeover of government to achieve the, the 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 proletariat paradise, which is all nonsense. It's just a way to grab power on behalf of the proletariat. Because the the people know Marx and in and, and these these later uh, leftist revolutionaries know that there's never going to be a time where there's no government, where there's going to be this worker's paradise. So they just want to be the ones that are in charge of everything. And if you look in the Soviet Union, I mean, that's what happened. So they kicked out the czars and the communist leadership moved into their former palaces. You didn't see Lenin and Trotsky and and Molotov and, and you know, Beria, the, the horrible man Beria the, who had the secret police before the, the KGB came around. They didn't live in with the workers. No. They live in very nice places. It's all a power grab. But either way, all that is European. It's not an American ideology. An American ideology is very counter to everything that the left represents. Our ethos as America is based on what? Limited federal government. All the other rights are given to the states in the form of federalism and given to the individual, as you can see in the ninth and 10th Amendment. We are about self-accountability, paving your own path, and government getting out of the way. We see government as safeguarding intrinsic rights given to us by God. The left believes all rights are given by the government and therefore can be taken from the government. And this is what made America such a fantastic experiment is that before the creation of America, we never had a nation like that. It was always the paternalistic king who would give and who could take and it was very capricious what he would do or she would do in terms of giving and taking. You didn't have any liberties per se America had a belief of freedom of religion. Establishment clause. We didn't tell you. We didn't have a a national religion like Sweden or the Netherlands did. You practice whatever you want. Just don't shove it down our throat. What does the left tell you? Destroy God. There is no religion. I mean, you see this in every communist country, right? They try to get rid of Christianity or whatever the religion is. They try to extirpate it. You can see it in the following gong over in China. They try to destroy it. They don't want God in there because they want you to worship the state. The state is supreme. The state tells you what to do. The state tells you what to grow. Look at the collectivist nightmares that happened under the Soviet Union and China that killed tens of millions of people. Look at the Ukraine famine. Ukraine, you're going to grow corn. Oh, but grow new, corn doesn't grow here. We don't care. We're going to collectivize all. Oh, you got to grow corn, but it won't grow here. And then you have 30 million people dead. The left doesn't care about the individual. It's all about what's best for, quote, the collective. Whereas conservative values, it's all about the individual. If you make good decisions and you work hard, you reap all the benefits. If you make poor decisions or don't work hard, you reap all the failure and disaster. It's accountability. That's America. Accountability, leave us the hell alone, let us practice our religion, Let us have our our firearms to protect ourselves from other people or from animals or from an excessive totalitarian government. So they're fundamentally different. And so if you look at the founding fathers, the founding fathers would never have envisioned an America today. With such a bloated federal government with all its bureaucracies, its non-elective officials and all these agencies, not to mention an activist Supreme Court and all these cabinets. You know, when the Constitution was written, there was like three cabinets. What was it? War, defense, and treasury. And they didn't call it. It was war, state, and I think treasury. They they renamed war later. Very small. The states had all the power, and the individuals, and then the the, the municipalities, right? So because it's easier. All right, let me repack. It's harder to take over somebody if power is dispersed. And this is one of the dangers of the U.N. And we have an episode here about why one world government is a disaster. Because even if you believe like in the Star Trek Federation one world government idea, all you need is one malevolent leader to come in and they have all the power, all the apparatus of power at their disposal, a global police, a global army, a global currency, a global taxation. And not to mention the UN its history is all with leftism it's radically left its first secretary general was a communist spy alger hiss you can look that up nixon prosecuted him lucis trust its its religion they have their own our father the uh what's it called the the uh oh the great invocation yeah look that up So we're meant to be free and have limited government. It's much harder to take over people when power is dispersed a little with the federal government, a little with the state, and a lot with the cities and municipalities, and a lot, a lot with you. But it's easier to control people when there's a large government who tells the school districts what curriculum to teach. Think of Common Core. And the biggest insidious control that the government will use is welfare because they know human nature. So what you're saying is I get free money from the government, maybe 70% of what I had before, but I don't have to work? Cool, sign me up. So what you're saying is I can have kids out of wedlock and still get money to live this way so I can have more kids out of wedlock? Cool, sign me up. So it disincentivizes work and it makes more depend- people dependent on the government, and that's what the radical left was. Not even the radical left. That's just less what the left wants because the the left wants the government to control everything. This is why we're never going to have true freedom as long as the welfare state exists. Look at immigration. Doesn't a country have a right to protect its borders to determine exactly who comes in and who comes out? Every other country felt that way. And when you have a diluted, porous border, nightmares happen. Ancient China. Rome. Rome. So it's no, it's no I don't, outrage that a country would want to determine who's coming in, and and the, and the example I like to use, guys, is simple. If you own a home, how would you feel if thirty people jumped your fence and said, "Hey, we're moving in. You got to feed us." This is actually what they did in the Bolshevik Revolution. They would go to the 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 bourgeois and the in the rich the aristocracy's homes. And they would just just kick in the door and be like, okay, this is what the, the Bolsheviks would do when they took power. They're like, okay, we're going to move these 40 people into your house. You guys who own this, you no longer own it. The state owns it. But you guys can sleep in the basement. And the rest of these people, and they're mostly like kulaks and peasants, are going to live in your house. And, of course, the kulaks and peasants destroy the house because it's not theirs. They didn't work for it, so they don't have any attachment to it. This happened all the time. And if you didn't like it, you were sent to the the, the camps, the gulag. So how would you feel if 40 people moved into your home right now? Yeah, so your your sympathy, quote-unquote, for illegals would go away. But it's very easy for people who live in gated communities in Vermont and Maine to be like, oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with illegals. Oh! Strong military, but non-interventionist. We should not be involved in have troops in 150 countries. We have a strong military to protect our borders. And then if somebody tries to F with us, we're ready to destroy them. Like China. China's going to be coming after us, of course. I mean, they're already making moves in Hong Kong. They've been making moves in Taiwan forever. They own the Panama Canal and tons of islands around us. They're making their move. Of course, you know, they they sent the, the virus. That was not accidental. But look. Aside from these things, so we could go on talking about the fundamental differences. We could talk about a life, right? Life. Men have no reproductive rights. If a woman wants to have an abortion, she has an abortion. If the woman wants to keep the kid, you're, she's keeping the kid and you're paying child support. My body, my choice, as the women say, but you never see a man be able to say, "My, your body, my wallet, or my body, my wallet, and you don't pay child support. Like, why don't we have that law? Hey, if, if you want to have the kid, that's fine. But if I agree not to have the kid, I'm not paying child support. Now they never have that. They never have that. I mean, we could talk about other aspects. We could talk about pro-life. We could talk about the, the social issues like transgenderism, homosexuality. We could talk about all these things. But in general, it's stripped down to this. Look at the Constitution. And it's not, an, a quote, an evolving document, close quote. The Founding Fathers intended the federal government to be very, very small. It wasn't intended to provide universal health care. Be a literalist of the Constitution. Tell me where in the Constitution it says, Oh, yeah, we'll, we, the federal government will provide health care. You know, they'll, they'll somehow wrap it around the 14th Amendment. But no, it's not there. And this is the difference between strict interpretation and loose interpretation of the Constitution. The right will tell you it's strict interpretation. If the Constitution says the federal government can do it, then it can do it. If it's not literally mentioned in the Article 1, 2, or 3 of the Constitution, federal government can't do it. Whereas the Libs believe in loose interpretation. Well, if the, if the Constitution doesn't say it's prohibited for the federal government to do it, then we can do it. Therefore, justifying the expansion of the state. But let's look at it from a red pill perspective. Who destroyed marriage? The cultural Marxists. Radical feminism. No-fault divorce. The decline and destruction of christianity then the question of course comes who brought all those on look at the history of radical feminism look at the history of feminism in general of course it's the left who created radical feminism cultural marxism so what happened was in the 50s you have gentlemen like antonio gramsci they realized hey america's too strong why is it too strong because they believe in god there's no way we're going to be able to topple it. So what do we have to do? Infiltrate academia, infiltrate media, and that's what they did. They went into the schools, which is smart. You get them young. Was it Hitler has that? Oh, is it Hitler or Stalin? They have that saying about the kids. You know, it's like give me, give me a year, and I can turn any kid into a villain. Phil- I forgot. So they went into academia. And not surprisingly, look at today. I mean, high schools, especially in history departments, are all run by leftists. And certainly in universities, 90% of the faculty in in the College of Liberal Arts are radical leftists. Yet they believe in tolerance and equal opportunity. So if that's the case, why don't we have 50% conservative professors and 50% liberal? But no, because it's the greatest lie of all time. The side that espouses tolerance is, in fact, the most intolerant, unless you agree with their ideology. If you don't agree with it, you see what's happening today. Cancel culture. You're gonna get fired, you're gonna get crucified. So Gransky, you know, these these people were like, Yeah, no, go into the go into academia, go into the media, subvert from within, fifth column. Then you have guys like Martson who wrote After the Ball. These were two gay guys in the 1980s. Back in the gay rights movement, back then, it was all about going to marching in churches and desecrating the Eucharist and all these things. And Martson and his partner, if I can't remember the name, they were Harvard educated. They wrote this book called After the Ball. And they said, no, this is the wrong way to get gay rights. It's too militant. People are turned off. By. What do we have to do? Infiltrate Hollywood. And you saw that in the 80s and 90s like in shows like Roseanne and these early shows where they had the token gay character. And what happened at the beginning of the episode, the protagonist, whoever it was, was intolerant toward the gay guy. But the gay guy was always what, funny, well-dressed, charming, or did something great. So by the end of the episode, they had changed their view. And so you saw the introduction of the the, the gay character in so many movies and, and TV shows in the 90s. And certainly you see it today. And certainly you see it in Fifth grade kindergarten books, Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, just the same, just as equal. This is all planned. This was all planned. That's cultural Marxism. Moral relativism, postmodern thinking. Well, there's no absolutes in the world. There's no absolute objective truths. It's It's all subjective. It's all situational ethics. That's all from the radical left, the Frankfurt School. That's all radical left. So guys, all of you who don't like the fact that women initiate divorce and able to take all your money, you don't like how well-virtuous, obedient women from the 1840s or even the 1920s have turned into solipsistic, narcissistic women who can destroy your life and take your money and false allege, you don't like no-fault divorce, this is all the left. The left brought all of this on. Wasn't the right? The right tells people, go to church, work on yourself, self-accountability, small government. You determine your future. We don't. We just safeguard the rights given by God. It's the left that have destroyed society. And last, I want to say, look, the way I vote is I've never judged the politician because they're all inherently corrupt to to reach these, these positions of power to be... Possibly elected for the presidency or Congress or, or governors they have they're already co-opted you have to send who who's attracted to becoming? Politicians and elected officers narcissists and sociopaths because why they want power? This isn't mr. Chips going to Hollywood anymore. These are people who are vainglorious. These are people who seek power now some are very obvious Like, Trump's pretty obvious. But Biden, Uncle Joe, the Sino, Uncle Joe, I mean, this is all a ruse. So don't look at the politicians. You look at the ideology they support because the ideology never changes. The politicians will change. In 10 years, it'll be AOC. And, you know, whoever on the right. 20 years ago, who was it? It was Baby Bush versus Gore. I mean, these people come and go. It's the ideology they espouse that you have to look at. And clearly... The most American ideology is a libertarian ideology. Leave me alone. Don't have an arbore- or overreaching government who tells us what to do. Now, I don't always say, oh, Gregory, that means we all have the FDA, and that means all the food will be polluted, and there will be toxins in the spit. I mean, I kind of believe, in a way, kind of like Stefan Molyneux, almost like a, a syndico-anarchist view where... There's very little government. Or, you know, someone like Molyneux believes that we should have no government. And then the way things are accountable is just everybody gets sued. So if an airline uh, plane crashes, you sue the airline. If they're spewing stuff into the river, you sue them. Because government is essentially a bunch of bad people sociopaths who have guns. And they can use it against you at any time. But I'm not fully there yet. I I believe just in the old libertarian view of very small government. So, guys, look. I think I've been pretty persuasive. You're more than welcome to post comments over at the Facebook page. And a lot of men are just scared. They need the safety net of government. We know women are like that because women are wired for security and provisioning. That's why they always vote left as a whole, unless they're very practicing Christians and then they tend to vote for the the Republican or the uh, Libertarian candidates. But as a whole, they're wired for security and need. And this is why it's not surprising that when women were given the right to vote in 1920, the welfare state started you know, on a kind of prototypical level with the New Deal, but certainly with the Great Society under LBJ. Women want security. Men take risks, but believe that they should take the benefit of the risk. And this is why one of, the, one of the reasons the Soviet Union fell is because there was no profit motive. And when you take away the profit motive, People aren't going to work hard. If there's a cog maker and he makes a 1,000 cogs an hour and he looks next to him and there's a guy who makes a 100 cogs an hour and they're paid the same by the government, why the hell is he going to work hard? He's not. And this could go on a side tangent. One of the thousands of reasons public education isn't good. Teachers aren't accountable. Either way, just really think about what I'm talking about. I'm not telling you to vote for Trump. I'm telling you to look at the ideology that America was founded on. And to be a true American, you should believe in that ideology. Not a foreign ideology that believes that life has no value. They believe in late-term abortions. Ripping babies out of the womb, cutting off their limbs, and, and using a vacuum to suck out their brain matter while they're alive. Screaming. Telling you that there is no God. Telling you to worship Hollywood and hedonism. And the idiot belief that government can provide all. No, that is the the Faustian pact for you to believe. Government can provide all, but remember, if government gives, government takes. And we will reach a point where... Government's going to have everything. And if you don't agree with the ideology of the big daddy government, like Orwell, they're going to round you up eventually. I'm not saying it's going to be in January, but eventually you see what happens in countries where... The radical left takeover. And see, a lot of people on the left think, oh, America's going to turn into one of the, the, the social democracies like Sweden. No, Sweden is highly capitalistic. No. But if you look at countries that go radical left, the Soviet Union, China, Pol Pot, the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, Castro, Cuba, people get rounded up, sent to camps, and murdered. I mean, if you look... Conservative estimates, the 20th century, of course, had the most deaths of any century. Why? Soviet Union and China. I mean, if you look at China under the Cultural Revolution, the Great Leap Forward, all these collectiv- collectivist plans, about 80 million Chinese people died. If you look at the Soviet Union, it depends on the estimate, but it's around 60 million. Pol Pot, Kamar Rouge, a third of all Cambodians died. This is what happens when the radical left take over. They don't respect and cherish life. They respect and cherish their own power. And they will destroy people who get in the way. And I think a lot of people, because we've been so dumbed down in America by, intentionally by the left to keep us dumbed down, most people who are listening right now couldn't tell you all all 10 of the First Amendments to the Bill of Rights. They couldn't tell you that. Most people don't know history anymore. So again, Orwell has that great line in 1984. Those who control the present control the past. And those who control the past control the future. So much easier to manipulate people when they don't know their past. Keep them in ignorance. And this is where we are now. Most Americans are dumb or indoctrinated by the left. So I fear for this country. I fear for this country. We're clearly in decline. Now, the left will tell you it's. The MAGA camp, that's declined America. But I think if people step back, they know we've really been in decline since the 1960s. If you look at our political power, our economic power, getting off the gold standard, and certainly cultural, I mean, look at, there's, there's, look, at look at the thoughts on social media. Look at what we watch on TV compared to the 1960s. What's virtue is vice, and what's vice is virtue. That's another sign of decline. Everything that we saw as a vice in the 1950s is now virtuous, and everything that we see as a virtue in the 1950s is now a vice. Oh, you want to be a virgin? You're so lame. Oh, you want to be religious? You're so lame. And look at all the vices that we see as virtue. It's totally fine to have out of kids what, kids out of wedlock. It's totally fine to do drugs. We have movies where people are doing drugs all the time. It's totally fine to shake and, 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 and you know rump your uh, dance, showing your rump and, and twerking and all these things. Oh, that's totally fine. Well, These things are great. The moral depravity that you see, the Sodom and Gomorrah esque world that we live in, in America, that's all fine. Well, actually, it wasn't fine for 2,000 years. Well, we thought as a society it was not fine. But that's how you know we're in decline. And we are declining fast. And I fear for the future and I fear for the United States because, understand, government has grown exponentially under Reagan and the Bushes. It's just grown slower. So don't have this idea that the Republicans are going to shrink back government to 1830s level size. No, it's never going to happen. It's just a slower road. Uh, The way government is growing. So I have no hope for this country. And the reason is not just the political, but it's more of the religious and cultural. We have turned away from God as a whole. We have turned away from God. God is no longer protecting this country. Why would he when we abort, what, 50 million kids? Why would he? And we support things that are clearly in the Bible, say, that are wicked. Why would he? But if you know the story of Lot and Abraham, when Abraham's rationing, reasoning with the angel, but what if you find 50 people good that are in Sodom? Will you not destroy it? Yes, we won't destroy it. What happens if, what happens if you find 10 people <laughs> And we won't destroy it. But the angels couldn't find anybody in Sodom aside from Lot and his family because everybody in Sodom was sodomizing each other. So they they just told Lot and his family, get out before we destroy this town. Maybe that's how America's going to be. Maybe Christ is holding away uh, the, the father's uh, sword of justice because there are still some good people left. I don't know. Nobody can deny Look at Europe. Europe's in utter decline on every level, and America is just a few generations behind it. So, guys, I'm not doing this to tell you how to vote. I'm just telling you why all red pill men should be a libertarian, because you should be aligned with the founding fathers. But more importantly, because how it affects you, everything that you think that destroyed marriage was created by the left. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles. If you want to help us out, there's a PayPal link in the episode notes of this episode. Click and donate, whatever you can. Also, you'll see a link to Naturopathic Earth. Click on that, and then click under the articles. and Go to one of the recipes and click on the Amazon link to get to Amazon. And Anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you just by going through our links. Also, buy my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revolution, Rev- Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find them both on Kindle paperback or kindle and amazon and if you need some one-on-one coaching from the red pill perspective or weight loss or weight maintenance go to the clarity fm link and we can talk and please lastly post an honest review if you don't agree with me and you think that a good man a man should be marxist post an honest review but subscribe to the awakened man and go to go check out confessions of an obese child my original podcast We talk about early childhood trauma and addictions and also go check out the essential oils and female holistic health apothecary where we talk about female specific issues because I don't hate females at all. I hate the court system that allows females to destroy men. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.